Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, Maurice? How you doing? I am great. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was stressful. My Thanksgiving was uh, backbreaking. My Thanksgiving was nice, though. Nice. I did all of the cooking. Um, so it was a lot of work. That was the first Thanksgiving dinner I cooked, like, everything from the turkey to all the sides. So mm-hmm. I thought y'all weren't even having turkey. You said, oh, it's not. we're not doing it up like we usually do. No, what, see, so what we usually do is mm-hmm. we decided to get a Popeye's turkey. Now, Popeye's turkey oh. is actually really, really good. I know it sounds ghetto, but it's really, really good. And my sister was supposed to order the turkey ahead of time mm-hmm. and go pick it up. She thought that she could go to Popeye's on a Tuesday afternoon and just get a turkey. Sis, oh, out. no bad. So at this point, I go to the grocery store. You can't get no fresh turkey at this point. So you have to get a frozen turkey. And I'm like, well, damn, I don't even have a time to like do like a wet brine. But I tried to anyway. <laughs> On a frozen turkey? <laughs> right. Sure. I had to let that shit thaw. It was a mess. <laughs> but it, it was pretty flavorful. Um, it was good given the circumstances. But it was like straight up. I started cooking Tuesday afternoon. It was just a Ooh. lot of work. Uh-huh. Um, but it was nice to be with my you know, family. So some of my family did not come because of COVID. We were trying to be um, compliant, as, as compliant as possible. But all in all, it was a nice thanksgiving it's just that by the time i sat down to eat i was too tired to eat Mm -hmm. and i didn't even eat like half the things i cook and i immediately went to bed i was just like sore and the next day i was so lazy but how was your thanksgiving (laughs) it was uh interesting Mm -hmm. so (laughs) we had some un almost uninvited unexpected guests uh, who came to the Thanksgiving. So he um, invited his niece and then uh, one of his friends. And so, yeah, it just wasn't like the Thanksgiving I had planned in my mind. You know, it was good, you know, he could have his people there and, and everything, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, it just wasn't the Thanksgiving that I planned. Like I was planning to just like be in my robe, pet egg my feet in the morning while we watched the parade. <laughs> Slip mm-hmm. on my like baby foot um booties and just okay. lay up. Time to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah, but then you know you have to like entertain and you have to like you know put out a lot of energy to manage right. everything. Mm-hmm. And you know we or- we did order from Whole Foods, so that that did save us like you know or save me like prep time and like actual cooking time. Um, but I still did, you know, like the mac and cheese and the um, the dressing. Right. But yeah, it was just it was just not the Thanksgiving that I I was I'm used to because like we usually go down to Virginia, mm-hmm. all the food is already taken care of. So tends mm-hmm. to my my brother and my sister in law because they handle everything, and I I was just used to like just showing up. Right. But like this time Don't I had actually granted. like never again (laughs) yeah and it was just you know I mean it was it was interesting like it was it was different this year but it was was different yeah you know anytime that you get to spend time with loved ones especially during these this year Mm -hmm. it's I'm thankful uh there was one funny meme though and I wish I would have gone back 
and done it. Like I saw this meme on Friday, you know, I love memes. Mm-hmm. And there was this picture of this woman with all the food she cooked on the table. No pictures of her family. It was like a picture of my mom and all the food she cooked alone. And I was like, mm-hmm. damn, I should have took that picture. I had no pictures with my food. I didn't taste half my food till the next day. Ooh, really? But, I mean, like, I'd like taste tested as I was cooking. You know mm-hmm. how you do that. But I didn't like actually eat, eat. Thanksgiving till Friday. Um, <sighs> did y'all watch the all... parade? No, we didn't watch the parade. Um... I watched on Thursday while I was cooking, I put on this show that I thought I could have in the background, but then I was really getting into it. But then I rewatched it again on Friday. It's called The Undoing. Hello, Maurice. Oh, you froze, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Do you think that storms outside? So maybe that's mm-hmm. part of yeah. this. With it. But I watched a show called The Undoing with Nicole Kidman and um British guy, I forget his name. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, yes. Have you watched it? I haven't seen it. It's so good. It's a cute little six-part miniseries. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Enjoyed the show. You know, and I went hiking this weekend. You know, I'm practicing being an outdoor gay. So and, um, what? I look cute <laughs> in my little hunting boots and my and my buffalo plaid. Yeah. Yeah, that's just what I did. I've been watching a lot of TV lately. I need to kind of cut back. I did finish books. The Crown. I finished The Crown over okay. the weekend. And it was horrible. Horrible? You were just sending yeah. these crazes last week. Last week, yeah. But it was just very... Because you know they like concentrate and then also extend the storylines so like we you don't really get the full picture but they kind of blow it up out of proportion they have this huge dramatic you know build up and scene and climax and it was just it was just a lot and it just seemed very like fictionalized like i'm sure some of this stuff did happen but right yeah no well, you know, the, the uh, British royal family had a press release informing mm-hmm. uh, United Kingdom citizens that, like, it's fictional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, let's cover our ass. Yeah. But, um, I, although I've been watching a lot of series, I did watch a movie um, this weekend. I didn't think I would like what I absolutely fell in love with and it had me boohooing. It's called, it's on Netflix. It's called Hillbilly Elegy. No, ma'am. What? It's really good. The knockoff Meryl Streep gives us a really great performance. And Amy Adams. Amy Adams is one close. Yeah. No, they are trying to give Amy something, but I'm like, girl, that inflatable pouch in the front ain't doing it. And that ratty ass hair. That ratty wig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could tell the, the film's very much like Oscar's bait. It's like, mm-hmm. get an Oscar. But I do think that um, it was a really touching movie. I loved it and I cried. So I, I would encourage you to implore <laughs> all those to watch it. Just your man's good. You're crying everything. Stop, well, on meds. I'm just very <laughs> in touch with myself, and that's not, and, and that's okay if you are on meds. That's totally fine. You know, do what you got to do to get you through. But I'm just really right. emotionally intelligent and in touch with myself. That's all I'm saying. And it mm-hmm. and it follows the story of like a guy in law school. So I really like touched along like his law school storyline and his family. And it's a story about hillbilly people, but honestly, the story is quite universal. It could be about people in the hood, people who are second generation suburbs. It could be about people in, you know, the hills of Kentucky. It was a universal story. I thought it was great. 
A lot of critics hated it, but I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I've, I've only seen like bad reviews from I, I, it. I say watch it. You ain't I just going to Ebert. <laughs> Men on film hated it. <laughs> Let's hop to the next segment. What you drinking, Maurice? What you drinking? So I have a lot of um, like apple cider left. I was going to do like a Christmassy kind of drink because, you know, it's almost December, but I mean, we're still in November today. It's true. <laughs> and so I just had all this apple cider left because I was going to make this um, punch, but we ended mm. up basically just drinking um, champagne all weekend. Mm. But um, so, yeah, it's just some Hennessy. I got my Henny Hen down mm. here and mm. warm apple cider and cinnamon and, and a little hot toddy situation okay. going on here. You're doing the brown with the get down. Yes, but my bed is right here. <laughs> so if it goes, all over there. yeah. What about you? What you got? I'm drinking this concoction. It looks very orange on screen, but it's actually quite red in person. I'm calling it a mistletoe jam. Why? Because that's my favorite mm-hmm. song by Luther Vandross. Rest um, in peace. Yes, but this is actually I realized after I made it that it's just a Shirley fucking temple. <laughs> so so weird. Mess. It reminds me. Of being a kid, and it feels very festive and fun, and with all the vodka in here. Because but Shirley Temples don't have vodka. Adult ones do. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's very good, and it's cute, and it tastes like my childhood. Sans vodka. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, child, let's hop into the segments for this week, Maurice. Why don't you lead us in? All right, it's time for category is. The first up on the list is the Grammy nominations were announced mm-hmm. uh, last week. And yeah, so leading the nominations, Beyonce has nine for what? nominations. Uh, something called Black Parade, which I've never heard. I never heard. Is that a song? Not, not, not yeah. for The Lion King? It's something to do... Well, she got the some Lion for King Black is King. Year. Yeah, she got some for Black is King. But most of them come from this Black Parade song, which I've never heard before. Mm. I do remember there being something about a Black Parade. And she was, like, um, promoting all of these Black small business owners. Um, mm. I don't... American Express? I didn't know that there was a song. Oh, well, good luck to you, girl. You know, that's, that's, that's quite a feat to get, you know, Grammy nominations and no one even yeah. knows that you had music out. And, so that's quite impressive. Knows. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Taylor Swift got a lot um, for something. She had music and, out? Yeah. She put it out the day that Kanye announced he was running for president. She put out a CD. So that was very convenient. I don't know, maybe it's COVID or maybe I'm just getting old, but I'm not like really in touch with the music scene these days. I don't really know like what's hot and what's not. You know, not much is the hot these song, days. The only song that's hot this year is Body Yadi Yadi. And that ain't even that And hot. I'm tired of it already. <laughs> <laughs> Although, did you see the Santa Claus lights? Yes, in Houston. <laughs> in Houston, somebody put this song on and they have a light show and the Santa Claus is dancing to Megan Thee Stallion's body. Uh, and then Dua 
Duolingo. Yeah. She got <laughs> she got something for something. I don't know these children like that. Oh, but, she did have a cute little fun album. It's kind of dancey. All I know is the gays on Twitter love her. They do. The circuit, but, the circuit party gays love well, her. The circuits are canceled this year, I guess. Well, honey, she's giving them circuit at home, circuit on Zoom, <laughs> and they're they getting their best. They're, mm. they're doing their ecstasy, and they are dancing in the Zoom room. Oh, man. So you know how when they they release the nominations, the article comes out like twenty minutes later about mm-hmm. everybody that got snubbed for the articles. Mm-hmm. I mean for the nominations. Articles. So <laughs> articles. This Henny. My bad. So this artist, The Weeknd, who he had, he actually had a decent CD. Like I can name like one of the songs if it comes on the radio, but the rest of them I don't know. But he didn't get any nominations. Again, I also did not know he had an album. I couldn't he even name did. it. I can't name last song he had out was I Can't Feel My Face. No, he had another one um recently. And he's been rocking this look for like a year and a half where he has like the bloody nose and like the black eye. And he always what? shows up in like a red suit with a black shirt. He has been doing this for a year and a half. And at, was it the AMAs recently? He came, like, his face was, like, completely bandaged up. And people were like, well, what the fuck are you doing? And he said it was to bring awareness to drunk driving. And I'm like, uh. Girl, miss me. How many songs are about doing drugs? Doing cocaine and meth and all kind of stuff. So I'm like, mm, okay, that's a miss. But then he actually um, just got announced that he's going to do the halftime at the Super Bowl, which I didn't even know they were still going to have. What? He doesn't have the range for that. <laughs> he doesn't have, I mean, he's, he's going to give us 15 minutes of songs. Uh, it's going to be a lot of interludes and something. But it's going to be a lot of like, uh, guest performances and shit. I, mean, yeah. I just don't see it for, for, for the weekend and neither did the Grammys committee, clearly. They didn't, but then he was putting out like all these tweets saying that they owe him an explanation. He had one of the hottest CDs of the year, which they all say that when they don't get a nomination. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he was saying that um, there was some kind of controversy because something about recording or doing the Super Bowl and then doing the Grammys in the same weekend. They're either like um, consecutive weekends or something. Mm -hmm. And so he said that there was an issue with like rehearsals and when they found out he was doing the Super Bowl, that kind of put his Grammy performance in jeopardy. But then that the reason that he didn't get any Grammy Grammy nominations was because something to do with the Super Bowl. And I was like, well, that doesn't make right. any kind the of Grammy, sense. The Grammy people said that the, the, the names and the nominees were chosen before it was even announced that he was doing the Super Bowl. Right. So, I don't know. This, this, this beat up look like he got punched. He got two black eyes. Yeah. And it's just like, he, he's already somewhat unfortunate looking. So it's like, why try to uglyfy yourself even more? Well, it's, it's very, it's very, it's very Lady Gaga meat dress for me. Yeah, it's very, I just, I don't mm, like it. Well, 
yeah, I guess. But I mean, the song is hot. I don't know what the rest of the CD is bringing, but okay. Yeah. Then, um, just a. I guess a lot of people got snubbed. Somebody named Blackpink, which I don't know who they are. Oh, that's the Korean K-pop group. I thought that was BTS. No, that's the boy group. Blackpink is the girl group. Oh. They had that song with Lady Gaga, Sour Candy. They had the song with Cardi B. I was going to say something. (laughs) (laughs) uh, No, I'm not going to offend anybody, but um, but I only, so BTS, they only got like one category, one um, nomination, and people were mad about that, but I think K-pop, y'all just need to go somewhere because all your songs sound the same. Well, it's wildly popular. It's commercially successful. I mean, I, I can't, I don't listen to it because I don't know what the fuck they saying, so I can't really vouch, but the one little mm-hmm. song they have with Lady Gaga, it's very, it's very gay circuit party, and it's cute, and I do like it, and it is on my gym workout list when I used to go to the gym. <laughs> I was about to say, because it don't look like you've been in a bed, eh, girl. I have been, and my stomach <laughs> is mad at me about it. But you know, it's winter. I'm on, I'm, it's, my, it's my winter week. You got some pandemic pounds. That's okay. Oh, let's keep pandemic pounds. Yes. We all do. Just we a little do. bit. Yeah, but get it together, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Summer is coming. We will, we will. Yeah. We're working on it. It's a work in progress. So what else is there on the on list? Um, well, looking at the beat up face of the weekend, we can really talk about the fight with Mike Tyson this weekend. Now, my, I only knew about that because my sister had gone to one, of the, the Mike Tyson fight. I think it was Saturday night. Oh, Saturday? She went? No, she went to like, a like she went and like watched it with like her like work. Like, somebody uh, anyway, so quarantine. that more, Sunday morning, I wake up and I'm just, you know, doing my morning Instagram scroll, and I see, like, this person that's named Nate Robinson got hit by this, like, white boy called Jake Paul. <laughs> oh, the YouTube guy, yeah. He's very <laughs> Oh, is he? hmm Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But he, like, it's called, like, a TKO, I think. Like, he knocked his ass out. He was laid out fat. Flat, like like pro string on the ground. It was crazy. Oh, wow. I thought that that was the fight everyone was talking about, but I was like, mm, this mm-hmm. is not Mike Tyson. So did you watch the Mike Tyson fight? I'm not paying fifty dollars for that. I can spend it, it on OnlyFans. It, it, <laughs> it don't come on the HBO Max. It's on pay per view. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and you have to pay. You have to pay like extra for that. Because I remember like growing up, whenever there was like a fight, we would always watch it at my uncle's house, and. Nice the, yeah, they would always have fight parties, be like wings, pizza. We would go like to eat. Like my brothers and I, we would go like because all the food you get, all the like snacks and stuff you couldn't have like in a normal in a normal um day. Pizza, right. wings, and all just all kind of food. But then the fight would come on so late <laughs> that by the time the fight started, we'd be like asleep on the floor mm-hmm. and miss the whole thing. Yeah, but um, yes, yeah, so I didn't watch it. Okay. Why watch it either? So what we talk about it for? (laughs) It was an exhibition. So Mike Tyson, who is old, and (laughs) Roy Jones Jr., who is also old, 
They were going to do some. Wasn't he on his yeah. like chicken? Oh, I'm thinking Roy Rogers. Boy. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so they were going to fight um, as like an exhibition fight. And, you know, for the nostalgia, that's what we've been doing um, these days. Oh like, oh, like a versus. Basically, it was just supposed <laughs> to be like a real life versus basically. Right. And <laughs> like that young Jeezy and what was the other dude? I thought they were going to fight for real. Uh, and, Gucci, and Gucci Man. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were going to fight for real. And they did it at, um, was it uh, King of Dimes or King of Hearts in Atlanta? They did it at a strip club. Wow. Yeah. And Stacey Abram opened for them. Now, see. <laughs> she was I imploring mean, meet, Georgia gotta, voters yeah, to show got, out for the January um, runoff election for the two senator seats. You know, we got we to gotta work to do down in Georgia. You got to meet the people where they are. So, yes. thanks to you, Stacey. She was probably there to get some wings. That's all she was there for. <laughs> she took really good chicken wings. See. But so the Mike Tyson fight, they were going to have it for whatever reason. I guess they both needed a check and it was, they shortened it. It was only eight rounds instead of 12. And then the rounds were like shortened by a minute. So I think they were only two minute rounds, Mm -hmm. but nobody won. It was a draw. But somebody still has to win. So then the talk that I saw afterward was, was like, why do they even do this? <laughs> this is a waste of everyone's Y'all time. Y'all wasted everybody's time and $50 pay-per-view money for that. Mm-hmm. A mess. Yeah. And it looked like two drunk uncles fighting down at the family reunion. Like, y'all are wow. way past your prime. Way past. Right. They wasn't even really, like, throwing no punches like that. Yeah. Like, I've seen better fights. <laughs> you see better fights down at the gay club. At the let out. <laughs> Did you see that one where they were fighting in the parking lot? It was on social media recently. They were going no. at it. Was it in yeah. Atlanta? Probably. Probably. It looked like it was. <laughs> but they was coming out their clothes. Like, why are you fighting in your underwear? Mm-mm. Oh, yes. I did see that one. Yes. Yes. And, and, and it, yeah. in fact, was Atlanta. You are correct. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Beth. Uh, uh, uh. Speaking of fights, did you did you hear about this new app that came out? It's called Clubhouse. Oh, and I it's Clubhouse. Kind um, of, but it's like, is it like this exclusive invite only app? Uh, I don't know about that. Okay, well you tell me. I don't know. What I read about it was like that was like invite only, and they like it's like. You get go into these different rooms. It's like an audio uh-huh. chat app. Yeah, yeah. Like some people can get on stage, and it's very like exclusive. That's just what the impression I got. From uh, I okay, I didn't know it was exclusive. Because yeah. um, yeah. But <laughs> what I saw was that someone created a room that said Kevin Hart isn't funny, and oh, all not. these people, he's really not. So all these people were um joining the room, talking about how they can't, can't stand Kevin Hart, how he's not funny, blah, blah, blah. So then Kevin Hart joins the room to, I guess, hear what the people are saying and to, like, I guess, make his case that he actually is funny. And he was, like, arguing with the people going back and forth, and he pretty much embarrassed himself on there. Well, I don't know why people are just coming to the revelation that Kevin Hart is not funny. 
I've never thought Kevin Hart was funny. I'd never go see anything that he does. And this honestly has nothing to do with his stance on like gay shit and wanting to bash the baby doll house on his son's mm-hmm. I've like let that go. I'm over it. Uh, but to me, he's just not funny. He's just loud and wrong and annoying. He's just like short, yeah. loud, and annoying. And so that does not necessarily funny make. Like he doesn't have any comedic timing. He's not particularly smart or clever. I, I personally never thought he was funny. So I don't get why he's like shocked that people are thinking he's funny now. I guess his yeah. last special on Netflix or whatever was just a flop. But I heard like he's pissed. He's yeah. like, black people don't support black people. It's like, no, Kevin, we supported you to get to this point. You got your little five foot two ass up out of Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. now you're like, a big star you were supposed to host the oscars like you did some shit with the support of black people but mm-hmm. as soon as like you drop the ball as soon as you're not on your best game it's now a black people saw like girl bye yeah i just so over you know we're watching movies over the weekend mm-hmm. and the secret life of pets came on and it's funny until like his character comes on he plays like this rabbit He's the voice yeah. of this rabbit who's like spends most of the time like as a thinking he's a superhero. And it was just too much. Like he's loud. He tries to tell the jokes, but then it's like it goes on for maybe 15, 20 seconds, 30 seconds too long. And it's just right. like, okay. Like you might have been funny like that first, you know, few minutes, but then now mm-hmm. it's not. And then in the second one, because there's two of the, these movies, it's him and Tiffany Haddish. Oh, gosh. She's another nice Yeah. She's like the female Kevin Hart. Not funny. I, great comparison. Great comparison. You saw she's doing the Brian Caracas special. Yeah. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, girl. Why? She finally, she finally figured out how to make that short hair work, though. Good for her. It looks cute. It looks half decent now. Yeah, it was like shaped up really nice. She looked mm-hmm. good. You got to, I mean, if you don't have hair, you got to be able to serve face. Right. And she found someone to come in and beat it right. Beat it good. Yeah, she was um she was on something doing like what was that? I forget. But it was actually cute. I think it was the Oscars. Was it the Oscars? Mm-hmm. It was some award show. What was the the end? I can't remember, but she was doing it and she had like the little thing in between. It was, and that was actually fine. So <laughs> she's improving. She's improving. Good girl. Keep improving. Yeah. You know, way to go. yeah. Well, she and Colin broke up. So. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's unfortunate. He dates a lot of women. I don't know when he's just going to like, you know, jump to the other side, try something out. Yeah. <laughs> keep. I'm just saying. Keep, keep hope alive, girl. Because <laughs> the thing is, they said, you know, like no one really understood them as a couple, and then it came out that they broke up. But then, like the day after, they said, "No, actually, we didn't break up. We still together." But they didn't post any pictures of themselves together. Mm. And then it must, have, it must have been like like one of those like those um, planned relationships by publicists for like clout and team building or whatever. And, Mm-hmm. Maybe there's confusion about like the end date. You know, maybe she had a Rosario situation. Oh, speaking of Rosario Dawson, <laughs> she is in um, The Mandalorian, which is on Disney Plus. And she actually has like 
a good character. Oh, does she? Yeah, she getting a Disney check. Okay. <laughs> she could afford that Amtrak um, ticket across country. <laughs> so th- I guess that explains why she wasn't in Jersey for like a year and a half. Because she was oh, okay. filming The Mandalorian. Makes sense. Yeah. If you choose yeah. to believe that. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to give him something. I wonder if, you know, Mr. Corey was visiting the set. Okay. <laughs> Probably not. But, girl, I'm just waiting for them to break up, too. Uh, but. Well, hopping from phony relationships to politics, which can be kind of funny <laughs> these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you hear about a president-elect? Yeah, you could have. <laughs> yeah. I could have. What? <laughs> we were talking about breaks and things breaking. Oh, that was a good segue. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're so good to phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, so president-elect Joe Biden fractured. Hairline fractures in his foot. He's going to be in a boot. I... When I heard this news, at first I got like the CNN like news alert on my screen mm-hmm. and it was like president-elect injured. And you know, my dramatic ass just goes to like worst case scenario. And I'm like, okay, we're like dealing with this lame duck president. It is not January mm-hmm. 20th at high noon. You know, they're going to try some shit, even though it would go to Kamala. You know, I'm just, my mind just goes there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it does. Um, but when I found out it was foot, I was happy to know that. But I'm gonna need him to act like he's 78 because it could have easily been a hit. Yeah. You know, well, you don't got yeah. to be on the ground rolling around with no German Shepherd. That's you a got big people ass for dog. that. That's a big ass dog. Like you yeah. could really hurt yourself. And they have two of them. They do. So, so it's like they can play with each other. That's what that's for. Yeah. And they have um. So Champ, I think the one he was playing with is going to be the first rescue dog in the White House. Oh, cute for champ. Yeah. But you better take your Boniva, Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) You got osteoporosis. Yeah, and just, just, you know, be very, very careful. You know, be very careful. That's all I'm going to say. But we are wishing you a quick and speedy recovery. Yeah, so it said he's going to have to wear that boot for, like, several weeks. So if you don't have it at the inauguration. inauguration? Right. He's not going to be walking um, down the street then. Very far. He Did he get a handicap decal? He should at least get like a, a, <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a temporary one. But I, I don't think he has to move. He doesn't really like park. <laughs> right. He's, he's they drive driving, up. He's, he's not <laughs> driving around uh, Philly looking for parallel parking. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> but did true. you did you also see that he announced his um, communications team? And it's yes, all women. All women. It has Karine um, Jean Pierre. As Jen, I can't pronounce her last pronounce her last name. Saski, Pasky, Pasaski, Jen Saki. Saki. That's Saki. silent. Saki. Oh, okay. Saki. Yeah. Is um, the press secretary. Simone Sanders. Simone Sanders yes. is going to be senior advisor to the vice president, and her um, communication something spokesperson. Yeah, something spokesperson. Yes. The titles were were uh, multi part and long. So yeah. well, <laughs> I got an extra check for that. Yeah, like got two titles here. Yeah. 
But I thought that was dope. And then like Kamala Harris's niece posted like, this is literally the office of I'm speaking. And I was like, oh, that's Mina, <laughs> <laughs> like, stay on Twitter. Like, girl, don't, don't you have a job? Like, you're a whole attorney, girl. And you got them she, two daughters. She be out here writing books and stuff, so. She got a lot of free time. Like, where is your? I don't know. I want to be doing what she's doing, getting pregnant and writing books. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! All right, I think that wraps up our categories for the week. Do you have anything else you want to add, Maurice? Nope. Right. Well, let's get on to. I said, or what I said. You want to go first, or should I? Okay. okay, so I will say that I think it's become somewhat of a tradition that on Black Friday or the day after Thanksgiving, that mm-hmm. most people begin to decorate their homes to look festive for the Christmas season. Like, no. what, do you do that now? We were going to, and so we were having our tree mm-hmm. delivered. It's a fake it's a tree um, okay. from Pottery Barn, but we opened the box. And it was missing a piece. Like completely like, like, gone. Like, a, like oh like like one because it's like the tree's coming like three or four sections. So you're missing yes. like, a whole section of the, the tree. The whole section. Yeah, it's gonna be three <gasps> three sections. It had the base and it had um the top. And so when he put it together, I was like, that's it's really short. And right. he's like, because he doesn't and, read the instructions, he just like assembles stuff. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you can't do that. And then, so I looked at the instructions like, wait, hold up, you're missing like a whole piece. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the, the, the tree probably looked like, you know, like I had a bad body shape. Mm-hmm. Like all, bo- all bottom heavy, all hips and ass and no titties. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had to send it back and we just ain't gonna have no tree this year. Because okay. they said <laughs> the replacement wouldn't get here until December 20th. I was like, girl, you might as well keep that. Yeah. Oh my god. It was like, no man, the holidays was pretty much over at that. Did you have your ornaments and stuff already? Like no, we have that. Okay, okay. No, no, no. We're gonna just put the tree out. Just you know what? That's that's just symbolic of 2020. Wait till next year. (laughs) (laughs) My bad Um, I interrupted. Oh, it's totally fine. I love the story. Uh, I think that for me, so for Friday I helped my mother pull the tree out from the attic, set the bitch up. Then, like, you know, she was going to decorate it, but somehow I ended up assisting in the decoration. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, she's a really pretty tree. She, it is hers as a faux tree as well. She got it, like, new a couple years ago and has, like, the kind of tree with, like, the built-in lights. Was yours like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, she's pissed because the whole middle section of her lights are out. We tried replacing Ooh. the fuses. Like, we tried replacing the little bulbs. So, like, mm-hmm. the whole middle of the tree has no lights. And she's, I was like, well, Mom, you're just going to have to go buy lights and put them on. And she's like, I should have to do that. That's going to look ridiculous because yeah. the tree has the lights built in. So that's mm-hmm. our tree fiasco. But um, I will say this. I saw a lot of other people on Instagram, Facebook, setting up their trees. And I know that, you know, some people like to have fun trees. But I am a purist. Colored lights on a tree is the tackiest thing ever. I do not stand for it. If you have colored lights on a tree, I think that you are like, you know, gutter bucket, the lowest of the low. It is nasty. It does not look nice. I do not support, and I question your judgment, and you make poor life choices. Colored lights on a tree are tacky, 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 just garish, beyond. And I I, I can't with you. And I will not sing a carol. I will not visit your home. I cannot deal with people who put colored lights on a tree. 
And I said, what I don't know. I think it just looks terrible. I think it depends on the tree. Like, but it seems depends like a on lot the vibe you're going for. Days. The vibe depends on the vibe. Classic. Mm-mm. I do not like colored lights on a tree. Like to me, it's, it's almost like, a mortal sin. But I feel like white lights are very like adult and grown up and like classy. But like mm-hmm. if you have kids or if you have like if you're going for a different vibe on your tree, I feel like kids like colored lights, especially when they twinkle. Because that's what gives you like Oh, oh no. Absolutely not. Twinkling lights is even worse. <laughs> to be colored and to be twinkling, even twinkling white lights are trash. Uh-uh. Never. Gross. Disgusting. And maybe because I was a kid when I grew up, we always had like the classy tree that looked like Macy's. Like we didn't really grow up as kids with like the handmade ornaments that you like. Mm-hmm baked in the oven and shit. We ain't do that shit. We had the classy, uh, like, Macy's tree. <laughs> and that's how the tree. Uh, and that was that. So that's just very what I'm accustomed to. That's what I like. Um, no, you cannot change my mind. And I said what I said. But if I go to your house and I see a colored tree, or if you post one online, just know that I'm judging you. Uh, Were you going to put colored lights on your tree? No, it already had, like, white lights in it. <laughs> but it had, like... Um, but now we just have no tree, so. <laughs> well, well, no tree is better than the tree with the colored lights. <laughs> no, I think the colored lights are for the kids. I think, I think it's the white lights are everyone's going for that like elevated aesthetic they see in the magazines, and you they have the the big ass um ornaments that hang down, and you can't go near it because you might it's just too much. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like a kid's tree is cute. And every year my mom um, puts up these ornaments that we made in, I think I was in first grade. Oh. It, it, um, she puts it on the tree like every single year. So she has like one for um, me, my two brothers. And I think oh. she has like my, my niece and nephews like little pictures on the tree too. And it's cute. It's cute. A, a kid's tree is cute as a secondary tree, not the primary tree. Girl. I have yeah, all these arbitrary rules. You Lots do. of people have multiple trees. But That's again, too much. I'm not doing all that. <laughs> Some people have like four or five trees in their house. It's a thing. Yeah, like Melania just put out <laughs> oh, God. the White House Christmas but, tree. But she hates it's, the Christmas. Fuck the Christmas. Christmas. The Christmas, yeah. And she's like slow. I don't know who produces video. But she was like slow walking through the hallways and like touching the ornament all like fancy and like admiring it. And I was like, girl, you can't even read like that. So. <laughs> Melania yeah. the Grinch. Yeah, the girl, bye. Mm-mm. So speaking of Christmas, my, I said what I said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I hate people. I hate social media because the new thing this year is to take your kid out to some nondescript wooded area. And they have like this decorated like sofa. Um, They put out like trees and um, they put trees and like uh, gifts. And they set up the whole scene. It has like little ornaments laying around, stuff like that. In the middle of the woods. I don't know where they are. They might be in the back of Sears but (laughs) (laughs) they put out um 
put it out like you know the kids are going to take their christmas pictures mm-hmm. and so they sit the kids on the sofa in their little christmas outfits and then you see this person who's dressed as the grinch from the grinch who stole christmas mm-hmm. the dr seuss who was racist um little children's books and he's like tiptoeing yes he's uh-huh. racist. yeah oh oh wow i didn't know that yeah check the facts girl so then the Grinch is like tiptoeing through like the background and he's very, I guess, very quiet. And he gets like right behind the kids and he's like posing and like making all these silly movements and gestures and faces. And then he like tiptoes around the sofa and like scares the kids. So the whole purpose of this photo shoot is for parents to videotape their children being traumatized. Because the kids just starts immediately screaming, they <laughs> jump down off that sofa and take it off, like running, crying their eyes out, like bawling. The Grinch is really scary looking, like yeah, yeah, and they like make his face look a mess. And why are y'all doing this? Why? Like I don't see the purpose of doing that. Like take your, the kids' Christmas pictures. Even taking kids to like sit on Santa's lap is traumatizing because you know they don't really know they don't know him like that and it's, mm-hmm. it's scary, often white man, you know, and right. the parents are like nowhere, you know, they're far away and the kids just start crying. That's already traumatic enough, and that is in front of J.C. Penney. Right in the middle of the mall. <laughs> yeah, imagine taking your kids to the fucking woods and having the Grinch come up out the trees. And scare the shit out of them. Like, what the fuck? I, I always think that, like, those videos of parents, like, pulling, like, pranks on their children and young children. Not like, Very pulling, young. yeah. Like, doing a prank on, like, a tween teenager can be kind of funny, especially because they can be assholes. But, like, doing it on, like, the babies, what kind of yeah. parent are you? You, don't, you do not deserve to have a child. Like, that's just assholish and mean and, and yeah. really traumatizing. Oh my God. I exactly. can't people are doing this. Is this on the internet? It's on the internet. They're it, all over social media. You're gonna have to send me a video because I haven't seen any yeah. of this foolishness. I'll send you one <gasps> because it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and these kids yes. are having a fit. I'm gonna call social services, <laughs> get get DSS on the line because y'all need to be yes. shut down for real because oh it's a hot ass mess. And I said what I said. So I can't believe that. That is just really. Evil. Got to do better. Okay. Well, now it's time for tens, tens, tens across the board. Maurice, who's your tens this week? All right. So, um, <laughs> you know the how I just talked about families and parents, and the holidays are really about family and you know having your traditions and all that stuff. So. Yeah. You know, members of the LGBT community um, have limited or different reproductive options. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we like to think, or it's a longer process if we want to like family plan and, and you know, consider our, our futures and stuff. So this guy named, um, my tens this week is going to this guy named Iran Amir. He is a gay daddy. He's like 
you know, kind of cute. But he started this company called um, ghostork.com. And what they do is they are basically a resource of information, websites, links, um, blogs. They have a provider listing for people who are thinking, you know, considering their reproductive options and are thinking of going the surrogacy route. Um, they nice. have like information about getting different funding because it's very expensive. Um, very all the different um, like grants you can apply for, ways to um, to basically fund your reproductive um, options. Mm -hmm. So it's called ghostork.com. He started um, a surrogacy journey and then happened to like meet his now life partner. And like six months later, you know, he had his kid and they- um, Wait, they had a so kid after six months? Well, he had already started the journey. And so he was gotcha. like already down the okay. line. And then he met mm -hmm. this guy. And then now they are raising the daughter uh, together. So like their family is now complete. Yeah, so it's it's a really cute story. It's a really uh, nice website. Um, if you're looking for any kind of information, we can put the link down in the show notes. Please do. I'm so interested yeah. in that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's actually really cool really cool website and everything's like in one place you have um like i said the funding it has the resources for providers it has like all the timelines you could you know potentially go through it's mm -hmm. very very thorough very very thorough and there it's they're adding information updating it um all the time so great yeah that's awesome i love that uh so my tends to speak goes to a young man who was 20 years of age. Uh, his name is Noah Harris, and he was elected the first Black student, student body president of Harvard University. Now, I feel like I had a story like the first six months of us doing the podcast of this being the first Black Harvard student body president, but then when I went to search for it, I couldn't find mm -hmm. anything. So, like... No, he was the first Black valedictorian, the Canadian guy. Yes, Jeremiah. Okay, that's mm -hmm. what it is. He was the first Black yeah, valedictorian yeah. from Harvard. Mm -hmm. This this guy, Noah Harris, is the first Black student body president. I knew it was something like the first Black in Harvard. Okay, thank mm -hmm. you for having a better memory than I. <laughs> uh, but um, Mr. Noah Harris is the first Black man to be a student body president. He's 20 years old and a junior. And that's like young to be a junior, isn't it? No. Okay. <laughs> Again, I got <love> that. <laughs> um, because I was like, I was 21. Well, maybe it depends on what his birthday is. Depends on when your birthday is, yeah. Right. Okay. He's from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and he majors in Ooh, government. Girl. And he co-chairs the Undergraduate Council's Black Caucus. So I think that that is an amazing accomplishment. And yes, he came from Mississippi, who ranks like 50th in education. And now he's at the number one institution, and he's the black, the first black student body president. But ain't nobody on campus. So what is he presiding over? Them Zoom rooms, baby. So he, <laughs> he's presiding over the Zoom rooms. He's yeah. making sure that he's keeping the, the, the campus engagement together. You know, he got- Ain't nobody on campus to engage. Listen, he and Kamala are both making history during these times. Yeah, Congratulations yeah. to you, young man, Noah. Congratulations. Tens for you. Tens. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. 
Uh, All right, Maurice, any announcements that we think you're going to share with the people before we bid them adieu? No, <laughs> nothing. We're wrapping up um, 2020, thank God. So oh, yes. our highly anticipated best of or worst of 2020 episode is coming in a That's few weeks. That's always a fun one. Oh yeah. my god. I love that episode. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of my faves. Yeah. It's like it's, it's yeah. nice. Yes. So yeah, stay tuned for that guys. I guess some other surprises coming up for you soon as well. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category Is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at categoryispod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at categoryispod.com. <laughs>